request was made that we speak about whether a person, with the position a person is supposed to position their body in when they sleep, whether you're supposed to, you're allowed to sleep on your back, on your stomach, on your side. So this is, it's somewhat surprising that the Torah, um, the Torah dictates how a person should sleep, but this is part of, uh, part of the Torah Kedoshah, is that it sort of gives us instructions for pretty much everything we do, not only from when we wake up in the morning till we go to sleep at night, but even while we're sleeping at, at, at night, that the Torah dictates that as well. There are a number of different things that Chazal say relating to sleep and how a person should sleep, some of which are quoted in Shulchan Aruch, others of which are not quoted in Shulchan Aruch. I'm not 100% certain why the Shulchan Aruch quoted some and not others. What, the one we're not going to discuss right now that is quoted in Shulchan Aruch is the Gemara Masechus Brachas, that Heron Beis tells us that... Um, a person who has his bed positioned running north-south rather than east-west will be zocha to have banim zacharim, to have male children. So Shulchan Aruch says that when a person is sleeping with his wife, he should observe this, uh, this, this practice. But I think I, uh, there's another time in Allah share on that topic, so we're not going to get into that topic and whether we're at all makbid about that anymore. The one that we're going to talk about is the other Gemara Brachos, where the Gemara suggests that a person should not sleep in a prakton position. Question is, what in the world does that mean? So that's generally understood to include either lying on your back or lying on your stomach. What would be the problem of lying on your back or lying on your stomach? So Rashi Masechus Brachos writes that lying on your back is a concern that a person would, would end up placing himself in an embarrassing position with Kishrei Ever, and then uh, in a way that's, uh, that's very noticeable. Rashi Masechus Nida adds that a person is likely to be mischamim himself, touch himself if he's lying on his back, and that could uh, lead to Hirhurim and the like, or Zerah Levatala, and lying on one's stomach is also a concern of Zerah Zera Levatala. That's, uh, that's what seems to be the issue. Now, it would turn out, if those are the concerns, it's all about Zerah Levatala and Kishoy Ever, things of that nature, that this is not an issue for women at all. In fact, in the Chuvas Az Nidburu, Rabbi Yamin Zilber, in Chelek Vav, Simen Nun, says not only is it not an issue for women, he says for an old man, for a very old man, it's not, it wouldn't be an issue. That, that, all of this, though, assumes that that's the only reason. In later Achronim, we find that there are reasons I'll pick Kabbalah as well, that they recommend not sleeping on the back or not sleeping on the stomach. I don't know if those Kabbalistic reasons apply to women and to older people as well, but, uh, but they, it, it's certainly not as obvious that they don't. But as far as in terms of what the Rishonim tell us, so it seems, as far as we're, the way Rashi explains the Gemara, it seems that these halachas would not apply to, uh, to women. The Rambam in Hilchos Deus, Parikdalit, Halacha Hey, oh, by the way, also there are some Akronim that say it's a health issue based on the positioning of the anatomy inside a person's body, that if they're sleeping on their side, their liver and their stomach are going to be in such a position where somehow it's going to help with digestion. I don't know if there's any, um, you know, if um, modern science uh, has any, I think, uh, I think the, the more, more current studies tell us that it's not good for your heart to sleep on your left side. Uh, I'm not sure why that is either. Whatever the, uh, the, the, the you know, if, if it's purely a health issue, then, then clearly the halacha would, uh, or I shouldn't say clearly, then it would seem that the halacha should follow whatever we know to be the healthiest 
the healthiest way to do things bismanenu. So leaving aside the Kabbalistic issue, the health issue, the simple issue is what it says in Rashi. It's the way the way Rashi understands the Gemara. The Rambam in Hilchos Deos, in the fourth paragraph of Hilchos Deos, um, quotes both uh, both of these halachos and uh, then suggests that a person is supposed to begin his night sleeping on the left side and then try to wake up on the right side. In Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, in Simnayin Aleph, if hey, he suggests medical reasons for the Rambam's recommendation about the left and the right, starting on left and ending up on the right. Kafachayim says Kabbalistic reasons for, uh, for all of this. But again, that's what the Rambam adds that it does not say in the Gemara. So it's very likely, especially considering where it is in Hilchus Deos, that that's a, a, a health issue that the Rambam was, uh, was, was, was referring to. Shulchan Aruch mentions both of these uh, Isurim as far as when it comes to Kriyashma um, and, and sleeping. I'm sorry, he mentions as far as Kriyashma and sleeping in terms of the face-up position, but makes no mention of any Isur to sleep on one's stomach, which is somewhat surprising. Shulchan Aruch has this in two places about not sleeping on one's back. That's in Orchayim Sim Samach Gimel, Sif Kriyashma, and in Evan Ezer, Simen Chav Gimel, in Evan Ezer, where he discusses issues relating to Zeralavatala and that kind of thing. So in Evan Ezer, he mentions not to sleep on one's back. But the Shulchan Aruch never says not to sleep on one's stomach. Nevertheless, Mishambura in Simen Reish Lamentes says that it is a big iser, it is a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a significant prohibition to be in the habit of sleeping on either one's back or, or one's stomach, and that a person should accustom himself to sleep on his side. So a few other details uh, relating to this halacha, mentioned in some of the later achronim, in the Tshuva Salmas Chaim, of Yosef Chaim Zunfeld, Simon Reish Chavav, he writes that children should be taught to sleep on their side starting from the age of nine, and uh, that's based on the idea that a nine-year-old, his uh, bia counts as a bia in uh, regard to a number of halachos. So when it comes to these kinds of issues, the age of nine for a male is considered the time that you would start, uh, that you would start being concerned about these issues. That lechora does not only relate to sleeping on one's back or one's front, but relates to other issues as well regarding hilchos tzniyus. Um, when it comes to a, uh, to a boy, people often ask, you know, family, uh, first cousins are getting together and they're going swimming in the grandparents' pool. So what age, how young are the kids? Is it okay for them to be mixed swimming and, and, and this kind of thing? So very likely the age of nine for a boy is a critical age where uh, these kinds of things are going to, uh, are going to change. Rav Chaim Kanievsky in the Sefer Shona Halachos, Reish Lamit Gimel writes that his uncle, well, anyone can talk about their uncle, but when your uncle's a chazanish, it means a little more, that the chazanish, his uncle, the chazanish, uh, used to, was very careful not to lie on his back, even when not going to sleep, to totally avoid ever putting himself in that position. So it's fascinating, because in the Tshuvas Aznidbaru, Chelek Vav Simin Nun, someone asked, they said that, they heard it, they saw Chaim Kanievsky quotes that his uncle was never, was Makhmet to never sleep on his back, so what do you think about this? So he said, you can't believe everything that they tell you in the name of the Chazanish, and that all these, whatever the Chazanish didn't write, never, never trusted. If it's written, if the Chazanish wrote it in his farm, you could trust it. And even if it comes from a great aid Ne'eman, like Rav Chaim Kanievsky, which is uh, somewhat surprising. He says that you can't trust Rav Chaim, even Rav Chaim Kanievsky on this. He questions the accuracy of this, uh, of this, this whole thing. Rav Binyam Zilber, in a number of tshuvas, 
does mention that idea that he hears a lot of things in the name of the Chaznish and that you shouldn't trust all the things that you hear in the name of the uh, of, of, of the Chaz, of the Chazonish. I tried to look up the Aznibu. I had it in my notes, but I tried to look it up on Hebrew books, and it's missing those two pages. I don't know. In Hebrew books, they're missing. They, it has the Shaila. I see that the Shaila is there, and then it skips three pages. I don't, censorship. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what it's what it's about. Um, now, clearly in the Gemara, and the, the, the Shovel in the Yosemite points this out, clearly in the Gemara it's about sleeping, meaning it's, it's obvious in, the, in Rashi and in the Gemara that it's about going to sleep, it's not about anything else. Also, in a different volume of Yosemite Brew, in Chelek Yud Beis, Simon Membeis, he was asked, what if you uh, walk into the bunk at night, or you walk into your uh, dorm room, and you see your roommate is sleeping on his back, should you wake him up to, uh, to correct him? To uh, you know, to to make sure that that he uh, sleeps properly. So Rabbi Yaman Zilber says, no. Um, the uh, the issue is the, the the problem is to go to sleep lying flat on your back. Once a person is sleeping, he's not over any issue. And this opens up a much broader issue of what levels of chiyuvim sleeping people have in anything. Maybe we could have a Tamilach share about that. That's a fascinating topic. Rosh Zalman Arbach had a great great chiddush that a lot of others uh, had a lot of questions on about the nature of a person's obligation in mitzvahs while a person is, uh, is sleeping. Then there are a couple of uh, things that the Gemara says about sleep that do not appear in Shulchan Aruch at all. The Gemara Meseches Brachos and Daf Samach Beis and Beis says that a person can sleep on anything except for directly on the ground. You're not allowed to sleep directly on the ground. So Yaakov Emden and Shuvaz Yaivitz suggest that this Isser is based on the very practical concern that the ground can be very cold and therefore it's just unhealthy. And in fact, the Mishnah in the Sixth Parakel Pirkei Avos suggests that one of the ways of uh, Torah, the Darkash Shel Torah, is to sleep on the ground, suggesting that it's not really Usser, that the concern is that it's going to be cold and therefore a person's going to get sick. So if you're not going to get sick from sleeping, sometimes a person has a back problem or something, they can't sleep on a mattress and it's easier for them to to sleep on the ground, so then, uh, then, then, then that would not be in a uh, climate-controlled environment. That would uh, would not be would not be an issue. So that's not quoted in Shulchan Aruch at all. A second halacha that the Gemara says it's not quoted in Shulchan Aruch. The Gemara in Yuman, Dafayin Chesam Beis, says that someone who's interested in experiencing a sense of death should sleep with the shoes on. You want to know what it feels like to be dead? Sleep with your with your shoes on. Presumably because you're telling us you're not supposed to want to know what it feels like to be dead, and therefore you should not sleep with your shoes on. So your mother was right when she told you to take your shoes off, you know, and that after the long trip and you're exhausted and you just like plop down in your bed. No, take your shoes off before you go to sleep. That's what it says in the Gemara. Shulchan Aruch does not mention this la'halacha. However, the Kafachayim mentions it in Yerdea, Simin Kuftes Zayin. Why in Yerdea Simin Kuftes Zayin? Because that's the simon in halacha about dvarim asurim mishum sakana that things that are asur mishum sakana and it's based on, uh, on on that that the gemara explains why children are not allowed to wear shoes on yom kippur even though they're allowed to bathe and anoint themselves with oil because when a person sees a child who's bathed or anointed they'll naturally naturally assume that an adult had done those things for the child on the previous day before Yom Kippur. But if a person sees his child with shoes on, he'll immediately realize that an adult um, had put those shoes on the child on Yom Kippur. That could not have been from the day before because no one lets their kids go to sleep with their shoes on. So if you see the kid on Yom Kippur day with his shoes on, everyone's going to realize that the adult put the shoes on, on, on the child. That's what the Gemara says because it's inappropriate for a person to sleep with their, with their shoes on. But again, that is not quoted in Shulchan Aruch. And a third point that's not quoted in Shulchan Aruch 
also relating to sleep, is the Gemara in Horios, the Afyud Gimelim Beis, tells us sleeping with clothing under a person's head is one of the five things that causes a person to forget his learning. So that's also Bederach Skula in some way or another, that uh, you know, the laundry comes back after uh, I don't know, uh, laundry day in camp, so uh, you're too lazy to put it away, so kids would, you know, or visiting day or whatever, kids are trying to hide uh, the clothing wherever, you know, they, instead of folding it, so they stick it under their pillow or something, so that's not a good idea, the Gemara says. But again, those last three are not mentioned in Shulchanach, the only two halachos of uh, sleep that are mentioned in Shulchanach is the positioning of the bed and the positioning of the body. The, the other three are debatable, not, not, not mentioned in, uh, in Shulchan Aruch at all. Okay.